Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I can be reading from. I can be reading from the man that was at the grocery store in line behind you. He secretly had a butt plug that vibrated when his lover wanted his attention. I could be reading from the couple that you saw last night while you were out. You know the ones. They were secretly talking about you and what they would do to your body if they had a chance to spend it with you. I could be reading from your boss, who secretly tells me about how he likes to masturbate to newscasters. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. And just remember, by submitting a confession or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. So I got to thinking about the word proactiveness and what it means in a dynamic, meaning in any situation, how are you positive proactive in fixing a problem or doing your part, or as my best friend would say, doing 100% of your 50% of part of your dynamic. Do we, since I'm more of an action taker, if there's an obvious reason and where I'm going with this is impotence, it took me seven times to practice that word, by the way, and or sexual desire or arousal when it comes to a, a woman, where is it your responsibility? Do I think you need to sit down with your partner eventually and have that talk? Absolutely. Absolutely. But do I think it's just as sexy if you take on it? Because obviously you see the problem. And I remember the show and I cannot think of it. It's It was on last year and is about the woman who was hot for her ex-lover because they had had amazing hot sex. That one, I can't really remember. I only saw like four episodes of it. And a lot of people were saying shame on her for seeking outside of her relationship where I actually backed them up and said, no, wait a minute. He was very honest about him being in impotency. And maybe I don't have enough liquor in me at, you know, this time in the morning. Any whom's, uh, where is his responsibility for his body and the importance that it plays in their dynamic? Meaning, why isn't he taking the steps to make it, a, it better? Why is it always her? And why are we as either... Not necessarily as a woman. I don't want to go that genderized by it. But I know that I looked at that scene and at that situation and thought, why isn't he taking it's his body? But why isn't he living up to the 100% of his 50% of the relationship? So what I'm saying to you, as sexy as it can be, as sexy as I can make it, when it comes to impotence, so you have to slow the damn word down, in sexual desire, It is very attractive when you take proactive steps, even if it means by yourself and saying, baby, honey, lover, um, or whatever we call it, our, you know, partner, 
I think this is my problem and I'm trying A, B, C, D, and E. Or I went to the doctor. That's really exciting to me. That means you are just as concerned as your connection, because remember grounding, to me. That means you are taking your part of the sexual desire impotency very, very, very seriously. And you're not expecting the other person to always or just deal with it. Because that's not fair either. Because then that's when you have not saying that she is innocent back talking back to the show. But when you well, I'm sorry, it's just not gonna happen tonight. And you do all the other things to make them feel second. They're gonna seek outside. And it, it, I think if those but going back to the show, if those steps were taken, I don't think she would have been as attracted or as um, I think she would have been flattered, hopefully. But I don't think she would have been just as hard left of, oh, I'm going to, you know, I think maybe she would have brought some of those back into the relationship. So what I'm saying here, it's okay to be proactive, and notices the changes in your bodies to actually either seek medical help, or do a Dr. Webb and D to go, what's going on here? Because as we know, as we age, and I'm in my 40s, that things are changing. Things don't work as right as they did when you're in your 20s. So it's okay to take those steps. And matter of fact, it's very impressive, hopefully to your partner, that even if you did take those steps and then come to them or her, or him, <laughs> whatever your dynamic is, afterward, that shows that I'm in this, I'm trying to fix it. This is what I found. What do you think? So what can you do with proactiveness, even if it's taking action singularly by yourself to achieve something, not necessarily medical, but I think doing something like that and taking action now within certain parameters, but definitely there definitely in taking care of part of your, you know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I frequently think about watching my lovely wife, Erica, having sex with another man. My fantasies vary widely from arranging MFM threesomes with someone we don't know to a chance encounter that leads to getting naked and fooling around. I have shared various fantasies with my wife, often accompanied by me masturbating in bed next to her. I've told her straight out that I'm willing for her to experience sex with another man. It can't get more out in the open than to say, I would like to share you sexually. My fantasies are quite erotic, involving Erica, my wife, giving and receiving pleasure. There has been one major thing missing. Erica has not been aroused. I try to get Erica to add her thoughts to the story, and I'm describing something simple like what happens next, or what do you think of his large cock? I know she's not getting into the fancy in part because she doesn't masturbate while I'm describing how she is being touched and fucked. I should back up and describe Erica. She's 40 years old, and we've been married for 15 years. Erica exercises frequently and has a natural slim body, long shapely legs. She's an attractive, good-looking woman. Erica reminds me of Gwyneth Paltrow, slims and shapely. Erica's breast may be her best feature. She's a bean cup with firm, shapely breast. She has large nipples that respond nicely to being touched or when it's cold out. 
She wears a silky, see-through bra, and she can easily go without wearing one. She knows it turns me on when she leaves the bra off around the house, or sometimes in social situations. She doesn't shave her pubic hair, but she trims her hair to clearly reveal the line of her pussy lips. In bed, she's open to experimenting. Erica climaxes almost every time by reaching down to her clit to masturbate near the end of our fucking. Just prior, Erica may say something like, I want you to really fuck me, or go deep and come inside my pussy. Because I know how she enjoys sex and look on her face when she climaxes. I fantasize about sharing my wife with another man. It turns me on thinking about watching her being turned on. I think about her being undressed by a man we've invited to our bed, thinking of Erica down to a bra and panties and seeing her expression as they come off. I want to see how he starts to touch her body, fondling her breast and nipples, and then reaching down to have his fingers played with her pussy lips. I imagine seeing his large and thick cock, knowing it won't be long before she starts to lick the head and eventually guiding it into her mouth. I pretty much accepted that sharing my wife was never going to happen. Nothing seemed to work. Nothing, that is, until last week when the right set of circumstances presented themselves. We had a visit from Shane, an old friend back in college. They had a one-year intimate relationship. Erica describes it as warm and loving. When I asked for some details, she said they were both 19 with a huge appetite to explore sex together. It was her first sexual experience, and they found themselves in bed all the time. Their relationship ended when Shane left for graduate school and Erica moved out to the West Coast. They connected for the first time when Shane was on a business trip near us. We invited him to stay for the weekend. I look forward to meeting Erica's former lover. The first night was dinner and drinks at our house. It was getting off to a good start, and I was pleased to see them flirting with each other. After dinner and some wine, I got bold and said to Shane, I think Erica's kisses are absolutely incredible. In my opinion, her kisses are the best I've ever experienced. I asked Shane if his memory of their college relationship was the same. Erica was slightly embarrassed, but didn't say anything. Shane had a big smile and said, yes, they were amazing. But he added, it was a long time ago so he couldn't be for sure. Shane then said, I can answer your question if I could kiss Erica again. Shane didn't wait for permission. He simply started kissing Erica. He put his hands around her and drew her close. Erica didn't complain within a few seconds, was returning Shane's kisses while she put her hands on the back of his head, drawing him closer. The kiss lasted a minute or so, and it was clear their tongues were sharing each other. When they finished, I was out of breath, and the best I could say was, so there's still magic there? Shane simply shook his head, yes, and said it brings back a lot of wonderful memories. Erica was flushed and obviously aroused by the kiss. Erica said, before we have dessert, why don't we just freshen up a bit? Shane went off to the guest bedroom, in our bedroom, Erica didn't mention the kiss, but I could tell it had a huge impact on her. She asked my opinion on what she might change into. I said, how about your white cotton gown? You look stunning in it. Down to her bra and panties, Erica asked the big question, should I wear my bra? 
No, I responded. You look so good without it. It went without saying that Shane would certainly know that Erica had removed her bra. I suggested that our guest would be pleased, and Erica thought about it, and then reached behind her back to unhook her bra. She gave me a knowing look that said, I know your fantasy is not for me, not to wear one. I know what you're trying to set up. I left the bedroom and set up some drinks. Erica walked in looking so sexy. Her gown wasn't at see-through at all, but the soft material clung to her body in all the right places. When I looked more closely, I could tell the fabric below her waist showed no indication of wearing panties. I thought, holy shit. Erica chose not to wear any underwear at all. She always insisted on wearing panties around me, and this was incredibly erotic for both of us. Not long after, Shane rejoined us. I noticed him staring at Erica. He simply said, You look so sexy. I just want to look at you and touch your body. Erica smiled back and looked at me for approval. I nodded okay, and then she went to Shane and put her body against his. Shane put his hands on her bottom and whispered, No panties, I see. I went behind Erica, reached down to the hem of her gown, and lifted the gown up to Erica's waist, exposing her bare pussy. His response was to reach down and fondle her pussy, placing two fingers between her lips. Erica got so aroused that she leaned into his fingers while erotically kissing Shane. At this point, I suggested to Erica and Shane that we go into the bedroom, where the three of us could enjoy ourselves. Erica took Shane's hand and led him to the bedroom. In the bedroom, I lifted her gown up and over her shoulders, and there she stood, totally nude in front of her old friend. Behind Erica, I reached around to cup her both of breast. I said to Shane, Would you like to touch and suck on these? He said, Certainly, but I want to get out of my clothes first. He was fully erect as I removed his pants. Erica couldn't take her eyes off his cock as he removed closer to touch her body. He then put the nipples, each of her breast, in his mouth. The rest of the story lasted for two hours or so, and then the three of us were left with wonderful memories. I had given up on sharing my wife with another man until Shane come to visit. A. Well, hello, A. As I was reading this, I was thinking of the way I tell. You sound like a lot like me, actually, A. And I'm very much a bull in a china shop when it comes to I build it up in my head and then I just, you know, word vomit all over the place. Like, here it is and deal with it. And I think some of us are like that. But do I think Shane played an element into opening? Yes. But I do not think even if she was the tiniest bit intrigued that she wouldn't have even with Shane. So what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, is this. Because of A doing this, describing in detail what he wanted to see, what he wanted to hear. And it doesn't really say if he really nagged or anything else, but it said he just would lay the the fantasy out. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen, where his partner, his lover, his wife didn't reject him. She didn't outwardly say no or turn him down or say ew, or just say it wasn't for me. She took it all in. And yes, she didn't masturbate, but I, he didn't say, but I want to say this. I think if he would have checked her pussy, I think he would have found her aroused. I really think so. Um, Because I don't think she would have gone this far if she wasn't interested. 
So what are we thinking here? I think this is a huge success story. And this shows that if they're not outwardly saying no, I'm not saying that doing it this way is going to get you what you want, but at least they're not turning you down. So they're hearing you out. Sometimes saying, think of it this way, you know, the saying, silence says a lot, not saying anything says everything. And in this case, I do think that plays out. She wasn't telling you no. She wasn't telling you yes. She was in that miserable area that I would call maybe that we all hate, you know? So I say, keep saying it, keep saying it. She wants to know that, or they want to know that you're not going to feel bad about them if they give you this fantasy. They want to see if it's real. And by by A, being very patient and then telling his wife what he wanted and giving it to her, I think she saw that he was authentic. Again, not knowing the whole story, but that's what I gathered from this one, this confession. So ladies and gentlemen, what about you? How would you go about and what would you do if Shane showed up at your door? I knew a Shane once. I don't really remember what he looked like, but yeah, now with him, but this had a particular good bell to it. I liked it. Um, I do like the way it unfolded. And I love that she took the bull by horns and just jumped all in. I think that's sexy too. What about you guys? What would you think if this is you? Dear Nikki, first of all, thank you, Nikki, for your naughty podcast. Please keep doing this as you are a hot part of my week. Your sexy voice is just a pure joy. My husband is 44, very handsome, about 6'2 and 215 pounds, very athletic belt. I'm 23, about 5'4, long red hair. I'm a little chubby around 165, 43, 33, 45, and a light natural bush. We met my freshman year of college and over the next few years fell in love and got married. It started out simple. A lot of other girls had sugar daddies taking care of them. I was struggling with working and trying to keep up with my classes. I decided to take a chance and look for one like they had. I asked my close friends if she could help. About a week later, she gave me an email address. She said he was a good friend of her sugar daddy. They both had talked to him about me, and he was interested in meeting me. She showed me a picture of him, and I was excited and relieved. I mean, he was handsome and athletic. I was definitely hoping it wouldn't be a guy who was sloppy and overweight. I emailed him and introduced myself, told him my name was Emily. He replied, and he said he knew, he and he was David. We exchanged several emails, and we both sent pics. G-rated, of course. The only spicy ones, if you can call them that, were one of him in his swim trunks and one of me in my bikini. He was absolutely gorgeous, and he said I was very hot. Even though I was chubby, I wasn't much for covering up in one-piece outfits. I liked thong bikinis, my huge titties spilling out, and maybe a few pubic hairs sneaking out here and there. He wanted to meet for dinner, maybe chat about what we were both looking for. I said, sure, I'd love that. We exchanged numbers. He called me Wednesday evening late and asked if Saturday was okay. He didn't want to interfere with my classes or anything. I said, yes, I would just call off at my work. He said he would pick me up around six 
and we could go to a member's place, a private club. As his guest, even though I was 19, I would have some wine with him if I wanted to. No one there would say anything about it. I said I would love to. I had no expectations of anything happening, but I wanted to look nice and a little hot for him. I got ready that afternoon and put on a very sheer bra, hoping my nipples were going to show, and a low-cut short black dress and a pair of satin thong panties, high heels, and fixed my makeup and wore my hair down. He showed up around 6.45 at my apartment. His first reaction was, Damn, you're hot. I started blushing. We went outside and we had a car and driver. He said he would never drinks and drives. He always uses a driver. I thought, wow, what a gentleman. The hostess at his club greeted him by name and showed us to a table. We had a wonderful dinner, a few glasses of wine, and talked, general stuff at first. He talked a little about his job as a corporate lawyer, lots of clients. I, of course, told him my situation, which was kind of broke the ice. David smiled. So obviously talked with your girlfriend and my friend. What are you looking for this type of relationship? I mean, I don't want to offend you. I started blushing again, saying, I guess something like Amy has. Someone's going to help take care of me, and I help take care of him. He laughed a little. I'm definitely very interested in taking care of you. In fact, I would love to. The question is obvious. How serious are you? I mean, you can walk into your work on Monday or whatever and quit. I can pay your lease and you can live with me. No bills. I cover everything. Everything you have. You concentrate on your classes and, of course, taking care of me. My face turned red. I said, that sounds amazing, but I don't know where you live. I don't even have a car. I take a bus to work and class. He smiled. I have several take your pick, come and go as you please. You'll always have some money to spend whatever you want. I looked at him. Are you serious? That sounds amazing. But please don't get mad for me asking. What exactly are you really meaning by me taking care of you? I mean, you're offering to be pretty generous. My God, none of my girlfriends have anything like you're talking about. David smiled at me. You want an honest answer? I squealed, yes. He said, first and foremost, I'm looking for something long-term, a relationship that will help me grow in time. I know there's an age difference between us, but that shouldn't matter if we do develop feelings for each other. As far as taking care of me, I do have fetishes. I will want to have all kinds of sex with you, and the time may come I ask you if you mind I share you with some of my clients, which I would never do unless you wanted to. I sat there for a minute, then asked for another glass of wine. I said the idea of the possible real relationship with him sounded exciting and wonderful. I didn't care about the age difference between us. It was only numbers. If and only if we both eventually felt the same about each other. As far as sex with him, I love being with real men. I'd been with a couple of guys my age, and to be honest, they weren't very good. They had small cocks and didn't know what they were doing, and the only way I could come was to masturbate when they finish, which was pretty quick. I'm pretty open about sex, as you could tell. So when you say all kinds of sex, yes, I have no limits. I'm guessing you being a real man, you want to use all my holes in my huge titties. 
I fantasize about things like that, believe it or not. He looked at me. Really? My panties were moist from just us talking. I said, yes. Why don't you tell me about something about your fantasies? He said, okay. I love sucking a woman's breast and sometimes fucking them or just jacking off on them. My favorite though is giving oral. It doesn't matter when, before sex, after sex, or if she wants even when she has had her first time of the month. I know she can be really horny wanting attention. I squirmed in my chair. All those things sounded exciting and hot. He looked at me saying, so what do you think? Would you like to try this? I leaned over and kissed him and said, yes, daddy. He kissed me back. I'm so happy you said that, Emily. We had another glass of wine and talked a while longer and then left. When we got back to my apartment, I invited him in for a nightcap. I had some wine, not the expensive stuff like we had at dinner, but it would do. I showed him where everything was and asked if he minded if I put my purse away and got up my high heels. He said, of course not. He would pour us a glass while I did. I slipped back to the bedroom, kicked off my heels and took off my bra. Now I just had my dress and panties on. We had our wine and talked a while. He was getting ready to leave and kissed me goodnight. I said, can you stay a few more minutes? He said, yes. Why? I looked at him. I know you're not finished here. Your cock is rock hard. I dropped my dress and cut my breasts together. He dropped his trouser boxers and I gasped. Oh my God. His cock was beautiful and huge. He was at least eight inches, much bigger than any, uh, much bigger than anyone else I had been with. He started fucking my titties and I was so hot. I couldn't stand it. He finally started coming and oh my God, it was amazing. It was all over my titties and face. I licked and sucked him clean. Both of us were hot. He got hard again, and I kept sucking until he came a second time in my mouth. He tasted so good, I swallowed every drop. He got dressed and kissed me again goodnight, saying, You're amazing, Emily. Let me know when you're ready to come to my place. I said, Next week, David, if you meant everything you said. He smiled and said, I definitely meant everything. I quit my job Monday so I could concentrate on my classes. He paid up my lease, and I moved in with him. It wasn't long before we both started having feelings for each other. The sex was awesome. I mean, he definitely knew how to please a woman. He could make me come fucking my pussy or ass. He definitely made me come with his mouth and tongue. Yes, after a year or so, he did start sharing me with some of his out-of-town clients, but only with my honest permission. We got engaged my junior year of college and got married after I graduated. From sugar daddy to husband, from sugar baby to wife, we fell in love and still are. Anonymous. Well, hello, second anonymous of the show. I love this. I, you know, I've talked to people that have had sugar babies and been a sugar daddy. And it's something that I, I struggle with. I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I could, this would be very hard for me. I'm independently stubborn and, and just, I don't, and I think it's because I've always taken care of everything. So it's very hard for me to relinquish that control. However, I do find this sexy and what I found very intriguing that made it possible for me to consider was the fact that he still allowed her to work. I love that. I still, he still allowed her independence in that area if she wanted to. And I find it sexy how this developed. I, I've talked, like I said, I've talked to people about the sugar baby thing and um, I've never, like she pointed out, had something this extreme. It's normally a little bit, um, but mostly just covering your rent, but you know, never moving in. Um, and you hear just like anything, any relationship you hear of different dynamics and different rules, there's no blanket rule for any type of dynamic that works everywhere. 
you blend and mold. And I also liked that, you know, he said that eventually he would like to share her, but if she didn't want to, that was okay. That that way, if, you know, he found someone that he would like to share and she wasn't feeling it, or maybe the chemistry wasn't there or whatever, or she felt a little wonky about him, she had that out. I absolutely love that. So kudos to both of you. Do I find this completely sexy? Absolutely, I do. I love a good story, but who doesn't. I love a good dynamic that revolves around building something that works for them, especially so centralized in sexual compatibility, sexual, you know, explorativeness. You started with the hardest thing and moved outward. It's kind of like if I was to meet someone now, they would know this part of me, but they wouldn't know what kind of ice cream I liked or what kind of candy I liked or what was my favorite food and those type of things. They wouldn't know those type, the small things that you learn on a date. So there you go. Now, if you were placed in this position or had the money to do this, would you be interested in sugar baby? Most sugar babies are going through college. It's just like some or most strippers are putting themselves through school. Um, Some women that or men that do porn are going through a higher education. So and I know those are different types of questions. But could you be a sugar baby, daddy, mama, whatever we want to call it sugar wise? Could you? I don't think I could either direction, though I will say by this story and the dynamic they have is very intriguing and I would consider it. I just don't know if I could pull the trigger. It would have to be a very, very ignat, just the chemistry would have to be off the charts. Yeah, but I will say I'm intrigued and that has me about halfway in. So there you go. What do you think? I'd really want to know. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Remember, if you have any confessions, questions, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki and I, KKY, at DearNikki.com, anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. I am looking forward to seeing each and every one of you at Crazy Summer Nights this year. So if you go, make sure you stop by, say hello, and have a drink with me. I'd really like to. And in closing, hello lover, how many times have you pictured me with another man's cock in my mouth? That I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fabulous week.